1: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: Constipated. Pushing too hard on the trail. Not enough fiber. You got to avoid the roids, guys, with pooper droids. Flavored gum with mini Star Wars droids that you simply chew and swallow to soften that stool to keep you hiking cool. Check
1: it out at Pooper Droids. Don't push Hey everybody, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man
2: who still balls up and rolls up his earwax and uses it as chewing gum on the trail. Carl Mandrioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome, uh-huh. welcome to the show,
3: Backpacking and Blisters Podcast. With me today is Derek Somerville. He's the only man that says he tried to make a trip when he doesn't even know the trip dates. True story.
2: True story. I feel like you uh, recycled that because you didn't know what to say. No, I, about-
3: I, I have it scripted out here. I just read a script. I don't have huh. my own thoughts. So
2: is that an old. That's an old script? Yeah. It's an, oh, okay. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. That's from episode 50. Wait, are you doing the same thing over and over again?
2: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> clearly it's not my issue. It's not your Somehow issue. It's not yours. All right, so we got
3: uh, Grand Tetons and the Trip of
2: Doom. Is that? Let me. Okay, let me ask you a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you because I know everybody's thinking this already. The Trip of Doom. Yeah, it's very Lord of the Ringsy. It's very like exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Is this like clickbait or is this just like something really horrible happened? I thought it was more Indiana Jonesy personally,
3: but yeah, okay. I don't know, man. You tell me. So we had, you know, as, as we'll find out, we had a crazy number of cancellations. We Mm. had impending bad weather. It looked like the storm of the century. Planes are crashing. The sky is falling earthquakes everywhere. Like what else do you want, man? Wow.
2: Earthquakes everywhere. That's right. You're lucky to get back. I was
3: on a bridge. I had to, you know, escape bad guys. So I just like Mm. cut the rope bridge and had to like slam it against a cliff. Like, I don't know. That's a, that's a trip to doom, I feel right? I like think
2: we need another episode called Carl International Spy and just survival techniques or something, well, you No, know?
3: Let's keep that on the down low, my wow. friend. Wow. Well,
2: that so, is no longer yeah. on the down low. Watch out, <laughs> 007. There's 00 Baldo Carl with shoulder issues. So
3: keep, stay tuned for that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, every, every you know, hero's got to have a flaw, right? So, I guess that wouldn't work for me because I've got too many flaws. But <laughs> anyway, this is not your typical podcast episode. No. No, because we're we're branching out a little bit we're trying something new yeah and this is more we, we kind of brought you along on the trip mm. and made it into a narrative mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we think this is compelling but we need your feedback because we don't know we don't know if we should do this again if this is just a one-off you kind of neutral if you had to fast forward to the end you know just let
2: us know think of it like this we're peeing into the wind we don't know if we're peeing downwind or upwind and we need you guys to be that wind, <laughs> to let you're us know. you're saying
3: into the wind, it's usually we're going... With the wind? Are we with the wind? Against the wind. Are they going to blow it back in
2: our face? Are they going to like let it flow downstream? We're going to find Down. out. Yeah, We actually. They know.
3: We don't ask for feedback a lot, or we kind of do, but we don't really get it. But we could use the feedback on this one for sure.
2: I don't mind feedback. Yeah,
3: let's, let's get some feedback. You don't mind it. No, we welcome feedback. Well, we throw feedback. it
2: on the gram, throw it on the, on the podcast, Apple, whatever.
3: Okay, so without further ado... Here is Grand Tetons and the trip of... (gasps) Doom.
2: Not long ago, Carl planned a Patreon trip for the Grand Tetons National Park. With five months of notice, he had 10 or 11 people sign up. And then, one by one...
1: Hey, Carl, it's Jared. Hey, man. Um, Unfortunately... Things are stacking up at home and at work, and I am not going to be able to make this Tetons trip. Hey,
2: Carl, this is Sam. Hey, I'm really sorry, man. I'm not going to be able to make the trip this time.
4: Hey, Carl, this is Elise. Hey, I got some bad news. Weather's not looking so good. Doesn't look like I'm going to make
1: it this trip.
5: Hey, dude, it's tough. Where Mike.
1: As much as I want to go on the Tetons trip with you, man, I have think I can swing it.
2: Having a few folks cancel is nothing new in the world of backpacking, but having eight people bail on a trip had never happened to Carl before. Man, this has never happened to me before. Never mind the terrible weather forecast or the fact that I wasn't going on the trip. Hmm, What does the weather
3: say? Let's see here, rain the whole time, lows in the 20s?
2: It looked like a cancellation was inevitable.
4: Hey Carl, it's Jason from Indiana. Hey, just checking in, man. I'm seeing all these people dropping out of the trip, um, looking at this less than ideal weather forecast, and uh, I'm really just calling to tell you that I'm still in, and in no way am I bailing on this trip. Hey Carl, it's Nathan from Wisconsin. I'm committed to making me to this trip.
5: Uh, so I don't think wild horses could keep me away from this.
2: A week later, they pulled up to the ranger station. There, they met Ranger Cassidy. Hey,
3: what's
6: your name? It's Cassidy.
3: Are you a ranger? I yeah. am. Okay, so you're a Ranger Cassidy.
6: That's right. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Do you guys have bear canisters?
3: So, that was a question I had was, do you, either of those camp spots have bear boxes there? No. Okay, 100% they don't have 100% them. they do not. Okay, because last time I was here in Tetons, they made us carry, carry bear canisters and both campsites have bear boxes.
6: Yeah, so the only places up there in the backcountry that have bear boxes are going to be the group campsites. Okay. Um, so you guys aren't in
3: the group campsites. Okay, so you heard it here, so no bear boxes up there. No bear <laughs> boxes. If we find a bear box, will you
2: like buy us a Snickers bar or something? Uh, no, Carl. Nobody wants to buy you a Snickers bar.
3: Percentage-wise, like, how likely are we to see a bear, like, pretty based high. on pretty high?
2: As they're getting the permit squared away, bear. of course, Carl can't help himself and he starts to ask her questions.
3: And how, how, what's her percentage of seeing a grizzly bear specifically?
6: Probably pretty low. Okay. If you're going to see a bear bear, it's most likely going to be That's a black
3: favorite. bear. Okay. Percentage-wise, what's her likelihood of seeing a Sasquatch? Zero. Zero percent. Okay, she's not believer. <laughs>
0: <I laughs> Talking to the wrong Oregon. ranger here, folks.
3: <laughs> how often do bears take food here?
6: Um, so we did have a bear uh, get a food reward last week okay. um, in the Northport Camping Zone. Okay. Um, there was a group that You was call a- it a
3: food reward, just to clarify. Yeah, so okay. it was... That's a good name for it. Yeah. So it
6: was harassing people for food and it got the food. Okay. And you, want, you don't want to have that. Yeah, that, was,
3: that wouldn't happen on my watch. Appreciate <laughs> uh, <laughs> it. my god. was a group that was, like, cooking bacon. Uh, okay.
6: And... A bear came by, and they tried to, like, make it go away. They even sprayed it. Oh, no way. But it still didn't go. Okay. So it
3: got them. All right. Thanks, Ranger Cassidy. Really appreciate it. No problem.
2: Not long after that, they arrived at the trailhead.
3: All right. We made it to the trailhead. String Lake trailhead. we only got eight miles ahead of us uh, today. We got, what, 3,000 feet of gain? Is that right? Started with 10 folks, and we're down to the final three. This is appearing to be the trip of doom we're getting rained on as it starts supposed to rain all day today and tomorrow so i carl i'm here with jason hello and nathan hello appreciate you guys coming so we're about to start our hike go ahead and pray dear lord thank you so much that we were able to make this trip uh we don't know what's ahead of us lord we know that we might have some struggles with rain some some cold temperatures and a lot of elevation gains today but we just pray lord that you would give us the strength to overcome whatever obstacles may come into our path and allow us to deepen our friendship and allow us to have conversation that's honoring to you. Just pray this in your name, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. All right, you guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, so we're about uh, 10 yards into the trip right now and we're all kind of geared up for the rain. So I got my rain pants on. Nathan, what do you got on? I
5: got frog tongs rain suit.
3: Okay, he's got a frog tongs rain suit. Combined value probably what like ten bucks. Something like that. Cost effective. And Jason, he's got. Is this a you have a rain dress on? What do you got? This is
4: this is a, called a rain wrap, Carl. How is this not a dress? Uh, a dress goes above your waist. First of all, this this starts at my waist and goes down. It's like legless pants, only lighter <laughs> and uh, less bulky.
3: What do other people call legless pants?
4: <laughs> uh, I called it
3: a rain wrap. A rain wrap. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a picture and then we're going to post this on our Instagram and Facebook page and we'll see what else we come up with. Okay, about three and a half miles in. Hit our first waterfall and uh, it's still raining but lightened up a little bit. We got a, a rain dress update. Jason, so we in it. Rain wrap, Carl. Rain wrap.
2: A few hours later, they arrived at the backcountry camping zone.
3: Okay, so we've made it to our, our campsite zone. So I think we're, how far in are we, Jason? In the ballpark? We are 7.6 miles oh. in. Okay, 7.6. And Nathan's saying we only, are, we only went 5.7. So yeah,
5: we only
3: 5.7. Okay, so we have a disparity of distances. We don't know, but we're in the zone, so it doesn't matter. And we there's a junction in the zone, but it says we can only camp on the south side of the zone, but there's water on the north side of the zone. So we've got a decision point. Nathan, which, which way are you thinking?
5: Uh, I'm thinking uh, the south side. It's kind of my preference okay. just because it feels like it's it feels like it's less climbing. Okay.
3: <laughs> so it feels like less climbing. We can't really see around the corner, but <laughs> sure. Uh, but that's obviously I got a feeling
4: about it.
3: And that's also where we might hit our campsite first. And the rain's
4: starting to come again. Jason, what are you thinking? Man, I'm waffling, man. I'm, I'm thinking check out Holly Lake because okay. I, I think we're going to want to pass, get water, and then set up camp up here.
3: One south side, one north side. <laughs> Why don't we could just split up and we'll probably find each other, right? <laughs>
4: yeah, no problem. Just text me if you get
3: lost. Okay. I don't really have a strong opinion about it. I just want to know. that I want to camp near water, and it's unclear whether water is going to be on the south side. So, I guess I'm leaning towards the north side myself. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. The the tribe
2: is spoken. For the record, I would have sided with Nathan.
5: All right, Nathan, what's that sound, man? The sound of. Ice pellets mostly. Maybe a little bit of a drizzle, but mostly ice pellets hitting the top of our uh, community area tarp.
3: Ooh,
2: harsh.
5: That's right, we made it to camp and we're getting pelted with
3: ice at this point. So, thanks to Jason, we actually have a tarp set up, which is awesome. Yes, and i um, sipping on some hot chocolate.
2: Day two, they climb the pass.
3: All right. On the ridge, you can the wind blowing, approaching the sign, I'm anticipating that it says that this is the pass, so let's see what it says, it says, you are not at the highest point, keep going up, just kidding, paintbrush divide, elevation 10,700 feet.
2: As they descended, Carl found a reason to complain about rangers. Alright, full credit to Ranger Cassidy, we did not have a bear box at camp
3: last night, but she told us to lit up on water because coming up and over the pass was going to be pretty dry. And we just passed a significant water source. Come on! And a few hours later, all right, we got to Camp 2 relatively early in the day. Found an awesome spot with an epic view of the Tetons. And, alright Nathan, what's your prediction? Are we going to have, where do you see anybody today? This is a kind of a big day hiker zone as people are hiking uh, towards Solitude Lake. But we're also kind of tucked away, so what do you think?
5: I think we're early enough in the day that we are probably going to have somebody who will probably kind of scout this place out at least.
3: Okay, and so, so if somebody comes down thinking they can camp here, what are
5: you going to say? Uh, I think I'll probably say... <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what does that mean? <laughs>
5: it means, our campsite, get away!
3: <laughs> I think that's gibberish. It's 9 p.m. I'm in my tent, tucked away in my zero-degree degree sleeping bag. I actually put my down jacket at the bottom of the bag, uh, based on Jason's recommendation that it would actually keep my feet warm, and it's actually working, as you can hear, maybe. Some rain is coming down again, but you know what? When you're inside your tent, it doesn't matter. It's nice to hear the pitter-patter. Signing off.
2: Day three, lots of rain. You still liking that pitter patter?
3: All right, it rained all night. We woke up to a rainy morning. Sun started to shine, but then we immediately descended into some serious fog here. I got Nathan hiking behind me, Jason ahead of me. Got a few miles left. It's now, it's like, it's kind of like the show, the Bear Grylls show where you kind of hunker down in conversation time. And you, you just ask the the real question. So, you Nathan, know, you tell us a story about like kind of your backpacking story, and like why you go on Patreon trips, and like the struggle to to find folks in uh, Wisconsin.
5: I grew up not really having any uh, anybody that I knew that did any backpacking. Don't really have any friends that do any backpacking. Someone got into it, I just uh, I don't know. I don't I don't have many go anybody to go with. So I, I've uh, kind of accumulated a few friends here and there. I brought them along, but in general, I like these uh, Patreon trips because it gives me an excuse to get out with some people and go to some cool places backpacking. And so you've been on the Patreon
3: trips, and I think it was like the first Patreon trip you went on was our our first one. That was like your third trip, but since then, you've actually led your own trip with I think three other buddies in the Bighorns. How did that go?
5: Well, that was uh, it. worked It worked in the end. Uh, there was some I learned that there's some difficulty in, in uh, being a trip planner. The three people I went with, two of them were brothers, and one was a friend, they didn't really have any gear. So I lent out a lot of gear. <laughs> uh, I kind of told them other things that they could buy. They didn't really have any idea what to expect. And I'd never actually been there before either, although I had to be done backpacking. So we pulled it off. A good time was had by all. But yeah, it's uh, trip planning can be a little bit stressful.
3: As I shared with Nathan earlier, I think a lot of people really struggle and Especially their first trip plan they tend to fail when you're bringing other people or you don't know what to expect or they don't know what to expect and so he made it through they made it to you know point a to point b so i think that that is a success and so very impressive for the first trip so well done my friend all right i'm gonna catch up to jason i don't even know if he wants to be interviewed right now but i don't really care last night he was sharing he had this really cool idea for a piece of gear that doesn't currently exist jason do you mind telling everybody or do you have some sort of proprietary situation going on here yeah
4: man that's top secret i no i can't be uh, scooped uh, we're, we're not we're not going to share it you're not come on M- not going to share it man all right fine i'll share it so i think it would be sweet to have like a little one ounce bottle with a divider right in the middle with a cap that had an opening that you could you know put right or left based on what you wanted out of the bottle and in the bottle you could have hand sanitizer and you could have like dr bronner's camp soap that way, you don't have to, like, carry this big thing of camp soap. You can wash your face or whatever, but then you also have the hand sanitizer all in one little tiny package. So, pretty, not, not, the, not my greatest idea, but no, good, fa- yeah. found myself uh, wanting that last night.
3: I actually really like that idea. I just don't know anybody who's using camp soap still. So, you're probably just cleaner than everybody. But I would put definitely the hand sanitizer on one side, but then I'd probably put some oil, like cooking oil, on the other side for pancakes but then you got to be super careful because you definitely don't want like hand sanitizer pancakes so maybe have like labels on them too when
4: you're traveling through the same opening so then you probably want two openings you
3: know oh yeah definitely want two holes for sure you have the cooking opening and then the other one so yeah i was yeah i'm always thinking of ideas last night as i was struggling to get warm in my sleeping bag i was zipping it up and it was catching every like three inches so i just want a zipper that never catches. Please, somebody create that.
2: A little further down the trail, they ran into a fellow hiker who, of course, was named... Carol. Carol? Hey, Carol.
3: <laughs> My name's Carl. Oh,
2: cool.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, we ran into Carol here on the trail and she seems to know a lot. She started naming grizzlies by number. So, what's, what's the story with the Grizzly 399?
6: Grizzly 399 is, we call her our queen of the Tetons. She is 26 years old. And ever since she started having cubs when she was about five or six, she's always raised them along the roadside. And then a couple years ago when COVID hit, um, the park was closed so we couldn't see her come out of her den. And then they opened the park late. She came out and she had four cubs. Oh my gosh. And she was 24 years old. Oh. And she has a daughter, 6'10", who is about 16 years old.
3: Her, her name is number 6'10".
6: Yeah, that's okay. her daughter. She's the princess. Okay. and. <laughs> She does the same thing. She raises her cubs along the side of the road, and this year right now she has three koi, and koi are cubs of the year.
3: The reason why we stopped and talked was I know she had two canisters of bear spray, so I asked her if she had ever pulled out both at the same time, and then just like, you know, kind of like two pistols, like shot them out, and she said yes. So what's that story? Well,
6: I've never shot them. I, well, I ran into 399 and her set of twins about six years ago on the trail— and I didn't even know where we were walking parallel, and she was walking so quiet, we were only about 100 feet apart, and then I came into Meadow, and there she was, and I just took them both off with the it had the safeties off ready to go okay. just in case because if she charged me she would be at me in three seconds right, right right but she she's so used to people i just talked to her and i was okay. like hey mama and that was she just kind of <laughs> grunted and said come on kids nothing to see here and went on her way okay i've right. never had to use bear spray on a bear okay i've accidentally sprayed myself before okay what's
3: that story what's how did how did that happen
6: I was up at Holly Lake and I was just sitting on a rock and this was like right when I first started hiking alone and by myself so I'd always hike with the safety off which I never do anymore and I was like <laughs> rearranging my backpack and I was trying to shove it back into my oh, little yeah, pouch yeah. here and I yeah. must have hit the trigger and it came out and then the wind blew it all back in, your, in my in face. Eyes, right? Yeah I yeah. mean I couldn't breathe yeah. or it like open my eyes for like 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah okay. it was pretty bad.
3: So safety on is what you suggest. Safety
6: on always. Okay.
3: Carol, last question do you ever go to like restaurants and they say what's your name and then you say carol and then they call out "Carl."
6: no that's never happened
3: because <laughs> it happens to me with carol
6: oh really yeah. okay <laughs> all, right. all right thanks so much carol You're welcome.
2: do most backpackers talk to fellow trail users of course do they shove microphones in their faces mm, no
3: backpackers log day three we got under a mile to go we hit day hiker central Jason, Nathan and I are talking about how when we pull over for people, they don't say thank you. And it bothers me. Apparently it doesn't bother them though. But we just passed, I, mean, I think they, I would predict they were from Texas and they said thank you. And so, there are friendly day hikers out there, folks. the sound of footsteps approaching the trailhead. And it's fun when you finish together and I just turned around and saw that Nathan's trailing way behind, so. Come on, man, we're finishing together. There's all sorts of amazing license plates up here in the parking lot. I got Texas and Arizona. I got New York right here, Idaho. Is that Montana right there? Yeah. All right. Good job, guys. Fist bump. Awesome. Lord willing, we made it with some pretty terrible weather, but uh, that was an excellent time. So appreciate you guys, and thanks
4: for a good trip. Yeah, thanks for organizing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah.
2: In the end, the trip of doom was a success. Shame on all of you who canceled. And let that be a lesson to all of you out there. It's hard to have an adventure sitting on your couch.
3: All right. So again, if you don't mind giving us some feedback, we would appreciate it. So was that worthwhile or not? Was that dramatic edge of your seat? Did you believe what
2: just happened there? My hands were sweaty the whole time. I believe believe that. Yeah, your hands are usually sweaty. So yeah.
3: Okay, so I have trivia today, and Man. with all this, you know, doomsday stuff, I've got uh, weather trivia.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, I don't think we've done that before. Not weather
2: trivia, trivia, just weather trivia.
0: Weather trivia coming up right after this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. MidwayUSA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping, MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history, designed by John Browning, So
3: you've got one loss, so you, you don't want to go two losses for the season so early in the season. So let's see how you do here. I don't, I guess. Three questions, all right? Okay. Weather related. Number mm. one, name four forms of precipitation.
2: Precipitation? Yeah. Okay, we got rain. Uh-huh. Uh, sleet. Two. Snow. Three. I guess I'll go hail. Four.
3: Okay. Whoa. Whoa. All right. I I underestimated you. That was good. Okay. Number two, what common foul weather gear have multiple people failed to bring on our trips? uh, Rain jacket. Rain jacket. Wow.
2: Of course. This is is not even challenging. I mean, you already passed. I've already, like, I've forgotten that rain jacket many times.
3: Yeah, you have, but I didn't know if you remember that other people had. Well, I I don't know if I forgot
2: it. I think I just intentionally didn't bring it yeah that was what it was
3: yeah right and that might happen again if you're like oh we're going back to the sierras (laughs) i just probably don't need it Sierras, it doesn't (laughs) get wet over there it doesn't get wet right actually i was just talking to my father-in-law and he taught in central california he was a teacher for years yeah and he told me that he had a student named sierra oh nevada what yeah come on first name sierra last name nevada it's a little cliche over there. Yeah, pretty funny. Anyway, all right, last question. I'm still curious if you can get this one right. Yeah. Uh, it's You got to spell two words, okay? Oh, boy. Spelling okay. test.
2: Spelling. First word is windy. Like the windy, like it's windy outside? It's windy outside. Uh, use it in a sentence, please. Uh, it's windy outside. <laughs> uh, origin of language? No, um, let's see. <laughs> windy, W-I-N-D-Y, windy. Correct. Okay. Second word is windy windy
3: the road is windy
2: (laughs) is windy a word
3: is it windy i guess it is yeah the road is windy i just said it in a sentence windy
2: yeah i like this windy windy Mm -hmm. i am going to not overthink this okay and just say w-i-n-d-y
4: that's
3: correct good job (laughs) that's why the english language is so hard to learn oh wow right there Right Woo! there. All intense. right, man. wow, you just swept three for three on trivia. You Boom. are a weather champion. Wow. I feel weather like champion. It. I feel yeah. like it. That doesn't mean that you would have survived the trip of doom, but maybe. We'll, we'll never know. Say
2: maybe. I'm gonna give you a strong maybe. Wow, thanks. Man. So. <laughs> Appreciate it. A big vote of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, why don't you uh what's on what's on Patreon?
3: Patreon, yes. So we still have our October bonus episode coming out soon. But we are gonna be looking for some contestants for our trivia game show episode, which will probably be November December ish, and we're only asking Patreon folk. We've done a uh, kind of a a run through. We did
2: go go around first. Go around.
3: Yeah, we have a Patreon episode 1.0 that is already released. And we've got some other bonus content on there. I think we're up to like 30 bonus episodes now, man. There's a lot on there Ooh. with some Patreon trips to come. So Worth please it. consider checking out Patreon. And Just do it. Just yeah, check it out.
2: Check it out. times.
3: And while you're checking things out, yeah, check out our Instagram at Podcast. we got all sorts of fun stuff on there. And yes. I started, I don't know if you caught this, Derek, but I started awarding points to people
2: for stuff big surprise big surprise did you catch that uh yeah well i mean it's it's kind of (laughs) your thing so it's not really that big of a surprise that's that was my question did you did did i see
3: me awarding points to like people for word puzzles and for correct okay yes you did i don't believe you you don't have to that my friend is all i got
2: hallelujah that's all i got um guys hope you enjoyed that little different uh take on the episode let us know what you think leave us a review on the gram or wherever you listen to your podcast Carl is the greatest survivor of 100 year storms and multiple earthquakes on a trip. We will see you next time. Check out his survival technique tapes on wheredigetthatthing.com. Peace. I want to fly around the world. I'll tell you about a little trip of doom. Every time Carl needs to go find the poop location on a trail. And he hollers at everybody like where he's going to go and like what he's going to do. It's, it's just, it becomes its own little mini trip of doom because nobody wants to hear it. And we're just kind of like, just go, just go. We're not going to come and find you again. I made that mistake. I saw the trip of doom that came out of him and I will never do it again. to go with like just full
1: blown redneck on these fish.
2: This is like high tech cane pole fishing right
0: here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.